and welcome back to the Breaking Butterfly podcast. I am your host, Maddie Maple, and today I am switching things up a little bit and doing something that I don't usually do, and I'm really, really excited for you guys to hear this one. Um, I just did an interview with my good friend Riley Wheeler, and she was actually interviewing me. She is starting a new project that she's doing and I was her very first uh, interviewee that she did an interview with and we pretty much just talked all day today and got some really good stuff in this interview and I was like honestly I need to put this on my podcast so today that is what you're going to be listening to you're going to be listening to me uh, getting interviewed and we dive into so many juicy things like we dive into social media just like how the mind works getting past mind blocks I talk a lot about like my personal blockages I talk about my role models I talk a fuck ton about authenticity dealing with people you know who judge me or talk behind my back and all these good things and yeah it was just I feel like I talked about so much that I want you guys to hear and it was just like too good not to share. So today that is what this episode is going to be. I will just say this beforehand. I'm still figuring out this whole Zoom thing, but the quality isn't always the best. We kind of talk over each other a little bit, but you guys get the gist. Like you can tell what we're saying, (laughs) but I just need to put that out there. I know that some parts are a little like us talking over each other cut out a little bit, but Um, For the most part, it was really good, and I am so, so excited for you guys to listen to it, and here it is. I'm here today with Maddie Maple. I'm going to let her introduce herself. What's your message? What do you stand for? Where can we find you? Yeah, so my message, pretty much, I'll try and make it as short and sweet as possible, but my whole life, I kind of you know, lived to like a certain mold. And as I grew older, I realized everyone else was too, especially these young girls, you know, 20 year old or going into their twenties. And we have all kind of been programmed to be a certain person and live a certain way and look a certain way. And we've kind of lost, um, lost that idea that we create our own reality. So I am really, my message is to inspire others to really live into their authenticity um, and know that they can create the life of their dreams. We have so many old programmings and so many blocks that like we weren't even, um, we weren't even responsible for. Someone else almost gave them to us and we were all just living this mold of like, I have to work a nine to five. I have to date this kind of person or look this certain way. And my message is it does not have to be that way. Um, you can get past your life. Yeah. You can create the life of your dreams and yeah, it all starts in your mind and people just, they don't know how the mind works. And I'm trying to mostly show younger girls my age, because that's who I feel really connected to how the mind actually fucking works and showing them that 
you can create the life of your dreams. Um, I feel then, like, yeah. Yeah, no, go ahead. I just feel like um, more people need to talk about that, like that you're in control of your mind and basically like whatever like you're thinking and talking about like is your reality at some point. Exactly. Everything. Everything you think, everything you perceive. That's the crazy thing. Like nothing in this world has any worth except for the worth that we give it. Nothing is good or bad. It is literally just our perception of it. And we have all kind of conformed to the same perception. And I'm here to say, okay, you've been believing this for 20 some odd years. Do you want to keep believing it? Nope. Okay, let's change that. I love it. It's a mind shop. It really is. It's so like it holds you back from so, so many things, like for sure. Exactly. There most people are just zombies. And you know what? That's okay. Sometimes it is easier. That's kind of the thing where it's like, I like to motivate, I like to push, but then it's also that kind of balance between if you want to be a zombie and you don't want to take control of your thoughts, it's totally fine. It's, it is easy. Stay comfortable, stay safe, stay in society's way of thinking. Totally fine. But for the people that do want to literally manifest their desires and create the life of their dreams, yeah, it's, you have to change those thoughts. Um, and you also asked me where people can find me, and that's why I almost cut you off. I was going to say, <laughs> I spend all of my time on Instagram, and my Instagram is just Maddie Maple, M-A-D-I, maple like the syrup. Um, <laughs> that's, like, where I hang out a lot and do, like, a lot of my teaching and in inspiring, like, along with my coaching. I love to just hop on Instagram and just share this kind of wisdom, because I feel like there's not a lot of it right now. There absolutely is not, and I'm glad that you're just spreading the message because some people, like, probably don't even think of it that way. Like, they're just, like, believing, going, doing, like, mindlessly, and they're not really thinking about this. So, like, even when you bring it up to them, like, something inside of their brain at some point has to be like, wait, oh, my God, like, I didn't even know I was doing that. Exactly. And you know what the greatest part is, and this is actually what happened to me, is usually when people start learning about this kind of stuff, they learn about manifestation or they learn about thought work and how the mind works and like who we truly are like as cheesy as it is like deep down like to our soul like who we are it's usually not like a like a a learning that like they're learning that it's more like a remembering it's like oh fuck like I forgot yeah. like I forgot that I create this life it's almost like we know that deep down but we are programmed so much that like yeah, but when I know when I like started learning about this and started seeing it for myself, it was almost like a coming back home, like a remembrance almost. Yeah, it's so true. And I also feel like, you know, like we go through school like for so, so many years and like we're literally forced to like pick a career or something when we're not even old enough to even know what we're doing tomorrow, you know? So it's so hard. Like we're so programmed that way and like that hasn't changed in like hundreds of years. So exactly exactly you have to break away yes we are <laughs> like word programmed is just something I use a lot like we are so fucking programmed we're like little robot zombies just walking around <laughs> and yeah like beliefs all of our beliefs were created by repetition and most of them were created before the age of seven before the yeah. age of seven. I didn't even know that. Maddie is teaching me things. What's new? Right? So, like, you made assumptions or connections before the age of seven, 
And those beliefs that you made that long ago that you kept repeating are why you are the way you are today. So it's like, we almost didn't even choose this programming. It's just like, just happened to us. And that's why there are a lot of, um, like a lot of people starting to wake up and starting to heal from that programming, which is amazing. Thank God. I feel like more of like, just need more people like you to teach us and to help us and guide us because sometimes it gets really hard to just differentiate that. I mean, it does and you get lost in it and sometimes it's hard to break away from it because like once you create a habit, yeah, it's like a habit. It's just there and like it's really hard to come out of for sure. Exactly. Like a lot of my clients will be like, I've been trying to like change this belief or change this thought for, you know, like a week or like a couple of days. They're like, I keep getting that old thought. And I'm like, girl, you have been thinking that old belief for 20 some odd years. I have been thinking some crazy shit for 23 years. <laughs> it is, it's easy. It is easy if you really put your mind to it, but it is hard to like change those things when it's so deeply embedded in our subconscious. It's so true. Um, why do you feel like you're passionate about this? Is it like, would you say it's personal to you? Like, do you feel like you were like conformed by it like before? Yes. Oh my God. There's like so much that goes into this. Um, I think just for a long time, I lived in a lot of fear. Um, like when we have these ideas, like society's ideas of like what we want to, like what we should do with our lives. I just, or like who we should be. I just was so fearful of like being anything else. But when I actually did finally become my authentic self and break out of that and how, like knowing how that felt to me, I, there was almost like no other option than me trying to help other people do that, if that makes sense. Um, also, I grew up Mormon for a really long time and that is a very strict, um, in my perception, it's a very strict uh, religion. And I think just being a part of that religion and kind of being told that I had to believe a certain thing and also having a lot of fears around if I didn't believe in it or if I wasn't this way, like I was told, I wouldn't be with my family forever. I wouldn't go to heaven. And I just almost got to the point where I had all these people and all these like examples of like, I have to be a certain way. And it's very trapping like you feel trapped you feel stuck and I just like I know how hard it is to get out of that like literally felt stuck like the epitome of stuck for like five six years um yeah and then I think just like once I finally got out of that and actually saw like with my own eyes the power of manifestation it's just like all my passion went there everything I love that you are being open about that because I feel like that's something that's like very hard to admit because like it has to do with like, you know, like religion, like, like you said, like it's, it's very, um, I don't know really the right word to describe like, yeah, it is. And it's really hard because it like, you are taught so hard, like by your family, by the people that you love the most, by the, everyone surrounding you that like, there is one right way a lot of the times. And it's very hard to, I mean, essentially like you're doing like, you're like doing something wrong. Not, not that you're doing something wrong, but that's like how people could view it. Yeah, exactly. That's how people view it. And like, then like you're taking on like 
a persona that's like that's you're trying to just break away from it but you're looked at as a bad guy so it takes a lot of courage a lot to even admit that so I appreciate you for that so much and I I hope that inspires other people to know that like it is okay to break away from that because I think I hear that the most it's like but what will my family think of me Uh you know we can get into that more later (laughs) but (laughs) it's yeah no so hard yeah um so I've noticed also you have super active followers um you're really open about things that so many girls feel uncomfortable not even girls but guys everyone of every age feels super uncomfortable speaking about um like were you ever scared to start posting this content how did you how did you gain the confidence to put it out there okay oh my god oh my god so yeah I'm I'm still scared like, and that's the thing I think people don't see is I'm scared as fuck all the time. <laughs> every time I upload a podcast, every time I post something, every time I speak out about something, but like, so confidence is learned. Um, one of the examples I always heard is like, people are so scared to speak in front of a crowd. And then, you know, we cross a busy street all the time. Uh-huh. Speaking in front of a crowd has absolutely no risk, except for maybe, you know, tripping up on your words. Crossing a busy street has so much risk. You could get hit by a car. Why is it so easy for us to cross the street? And then why is it so hard for us to like speak in front of a group of people? We have crossed the street so many times now. We have so much confidence doing that. And that is one thing I want to squash right now. Um, Cause I like love talking about con- confidence and coaching on confidence. Is like, yeah. Like it is learned. No one is born with confidence maybe they do get out of you know they build more confidence early on but no one is just a confident person it is learned and i think building the confidence was me just finally being like fuck it i'm just gonna post this and yeah. then it wasn't so bad and then what? I, sorry what were you gonna say no i was gonna say do you remember like the feeling that you had when you first like put yourself out there and like opened up about this like were you like checking your phone like oh my God, like, I'm so scared. I am like caring, obviously what people think, because it's like hard not to. I mean, we are in a world where it's hard not to care. It's so scary. It's so, so scary. And um, you just almost have to learn how to, like, that's why people might look at me and not think that I'm like scared, but like, you just have to learn to quiet it down and just be like, I like, I think I have more fear now than I ever have. I just, know how to deal with it and my very first podcast episode that I recorded I think I recorded it about 20 times I was like literally in tears because I couldn't get it how I wanted it um I like I just kept listening to it over and over and analyzing everything I was saying um and then I just like I sat there and I just sat there in front of the computer with it like uploaded waiting to press publish and I just like sat there and I almost just couldn't do it but it gets to the point where it's like you it doesn't go confidence and then doing something it goes doing something and then you build the confidence right wow. I've never thought of it like that but it's very true exactly the only way you gain confidence people think they're like well once I have more confidence I will go after this job once I build more confidence then I will release my but how do you get the confidence you're right if you don't have something to show for with exactly it's completely learned and so finally you get to the point where it's just like fuck it 
I'm just gonna do it. And I just press publish and <gasps> then it was you today. Yeah, and then it was like a little bit easier for the next one and then a little bit easier. Same on Instagram. The first time I posted a picture of like my bare ass butt with like a tattoo <laughs> and my family was on my Instagram, I was like shitting bricks. But you just <laughs> we like we create these outcomes in our heads and like 99% of the time they never come true. But you're just stuck on that outcome that might possibly happen of someone thinking you're weird or whatever. The funny thing that I feel like, because I everyone experiences that, and I also think it's funny that we automatically resort to the worst possible outcome. Like we never, we never like do. We're never in that situation, and we're like, oh my god, like I am going to be very successful in this endeavor. And I, I mean, it's always like, oh my god, my mom's going to kill me. I'm like waiting for the phone call. It's never the opposite way, which I think is funny because it's also learned. I feel. Exactly. And that's just innate in us. Like that's so natural for humans because honestly, and that's the thing about, you know, all this fear and not being confident and being scared to put yourself out there. Um, and pretty much just like doing scary things in general, all of those self doubts and things that come up, they're just trying to protect us. All of those, what ifs, like, what if this happens? What if that happens? It's just like that, like, um, what would you call it? Like a little security guard, like in your brain being like, wait, we're not safe. Like, stop. Yeah. You, what the fuck are you doing? And yeah. Yeah. We just like, <laughs> it's all just trying to keep us safe. And that's why we always think about the negative is we think we're going to like die or something. So it's like the worst possible outcome. Like Worst possible outcome. It thinks we're going to fucking die, <laughs> yeah. but we're not you're listening to this, you're not going to die if you do that scary thing out of your comfort zone that you've always wanted to do. Like, you're not. It's just, it's 2020. You're a perfect example of that. So I hope everyone <laughs> actually takes that advice because you've literally made it come true. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you ever had like major mental blocks for people who want to try to start something or like want to do something but better scared? Like, what would you say, like, like, what did really hold you back? And like, what were the mental blocks? How did you overcome that? Like, yes. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Okay. I will first say this. I think I have more mental blocks now than I ever have. Even if it doesn't seem like it, it never stops. And that's one thing that like, I did all this inner work and I was like, oh, I'm a boss ass bitch. And then I started yeah. building my business and like putting myself out there even more. It's like, I have more fear than anyone right now. How I was saying before, I just know how to handle it. And what I really did was how we were kind of talking about like understanding mm -hmm. that it is just keeping me safe, trying to keep me safe. Like those mental blocks, they're just protecting me, totally separating myself from them, looking at them as they are, not saying I am so scared, but being like, there is a voice inside of me telling me I should be scared right now. That is not me, right? It's, <laughs> it's the programming. Someone else told me that I should be scared so long ago. Um, even like when we watch TV shows and stuff, it, you know, TV shows kind of almost like subliminally tell us that like, it's scary to speak on stage or it's scary to put yourself out there. And yeah, it, we're just taught it's scary, but I have to separate myself and look at it and say, okay, am I actually scared? Or is there just this thought that it is scary? And then like the other thing is instead of just clinging to your horribly bad outcome that you mm -hmm. created, 
actually exploring all the outcomes. So it's like, if you've been wanting to start a YouTube channel, okay, right now you're thinking no one's going to watch and people are going to think you're stupid and you don't have a nice camera, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what people are thinking. Okay, let's think of the other outcomes. People think you're amazing for even starting one. You say something in one of your videos that like actually touches like at least one person's life. You are an example to like some little girl that's watching YouTube. Like there's so many other outcomes. Like, and of course, if you keep going at it, you will be successful. But we have this fear. It's like not going to be successful right away or something. You're so scared of it because it takes, like you said, breaking away from everything that like is comfortable and hopping into an uncomfortable zone. And that's really hard to do. Um, what do you feel like originally motivated you? Like, why did you want to do, like, why did you want to put yourself out there on social media? Um, yeah. Yeah. I've always loved social media just cause I like grew up with it. I had a phone mm-hmm. way too young and like <laughs> the people I looked at and my role models were just on social media. And I kind of, I just loved like the platform and like creating on there and I think for a long time, social media was very hard for me because I just looked at other people. Mm -hmm. Um, I deleted it a lot of times. I had such a hard time with it, but then I found what I was truly passionate about. And I saw this, like this opportunity to use social media in like a positive way where I can like actually connect with people. And like, this is the first time in my life I've like, I don't use social media to, judge people or look at other people most of the people on my following list are actually muted I can't see anything that anyone posts yeah it's literally just me connecting and it's so fucking powerful so powerful everyone in my life right now I've met on social media they're all internet friends and I just feel like I found this special place on Instagram where it's like people say social media is so negative but it's just how you use it and mm-hmm. I guess your question was a little different of like why I wanted no, to. No, it's yeah, no, I mean, you're answering it perfectly because, like you said, like you found like almost like a community of people with the same yeah. needs. And I feel like it's really, really, really hard to find people just like, I mean, at work. Like, where do you find people at work? You find people freaking on the street, like literally, I don't know. So it's really hard. There's like a 1% chance that you're going to meet someone with the same beliefs and feelings that you have when, when you're on social media, like, and you are putting out that message, like people are also going to gravitate towards that, that feel the same way or that you've inspired to feel that way. And like, it is a community. Like you literally found that for yourself. Finding your authentic people. You are not settling for people because they are close to you. Mm-hmm. And I hear so many girls say this. I work on, I work on this actually with a lot of clients is like manifesting better people in your life and better friends. And everyone has this belief of like, well, there just aren't like-minded people around me, like where I live, like in this city or whatever, yeah. which is just a belief. But I'm like, girls, you're forgetting about the power of Instagram where you can actually find someone no matter where they are, that is completely exactly aligned with who you are like if you're trying to find those people in your hometown like you're settling for friends like whatever around you like whatever's around you and yeah like you said it's very hard to find people that are completely aligned with you 
on the street or in the grocery store or like whatever. <laughs> Social media is freaking amazing at connecting people that need to be in each other's lives, but are just not on the same place on the planet right now. 100%. How do you feel like the most effective way to grow your following is? Like, how do you, what do you do with that? I mean, you've grown a lot in like a really short time. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like, yeah, I kind of have, I, I still have those like thoughts of like, I, I also have changed my belief a bit lately like mm -hmm. I used to get so sad about like not having more followers like I wanted more followers because that meant validation to me like people validated mm -hmm. me <laughs> like that's the whole reason we want like more likes more more people. yeah we we want more people to like quote-unquote like us and follow us or whatever but now it's like more the quality of my followers and like in that case yes I feel like I have grown so much like not even just a number just in like my community um, and the key, okay, sure. You can go like, you know, go to people's profiles and like three of their pictures and hope they follow you back. You can use the right hashtags, but if you're not creating value and connecting with people, being relatable and being authentic and like showing up and showing yourself, like I gain the most followers when I'm showing up every day and showing things that are very vulnerable and authentic to me, which is still hard for me. I, I wish I was doing it more than I do right now. And I'm like, uh -huh. really working on that, but people want, okay. Let's realness. People want connection. That's yeah. it. That's why that's we're so on good. social media. Yeah. That's why we're on this planet is for connection. When you actually connect with people and relate to people. And I talk to, you know, I don't just wait for people to talk to me. I, I'm finding people, I reach out to them, I'm inspiring others, like, when you put that energy out, it comes back to you, like, I used to never comment on anyone's shit, and then I'd be like, why is no one commenting on my, like, <laughs> selfie, like, I'm so confused, <laughs> oh my gosh, me. but then I just yeah. started, like, finding my girls, and I comment on all their shit, not because I want comments back, but just, like, creating that connection, and that community, and gassing people up, and talking to people about skincare and like real issues and then it just it reciprocates that energy I feel like it even means more to me when like a random person comments on my post because I'm like oh my god like they went out of their way they obviously like they had they felt like they had to say it and like it just means like so much and it just puts good energy out and like yeah. you said it, there's I mean it like kind of reciprocates at some point and like whatever you put out is going to come back to you. It is a full circle. Exactly. Um, but Maddie, I'm so proud of you because I feel like not only do you inspire people, motivate people, but also like you're now like a coach for people and a mentor and like you're so, so relatable and I'm just so happy you're to so just blessed. see everyone just hopping all over it. I love that for you. And like, that's the funny thing is like, you're asking me a lot about like my blocks and like how I came up and how I started doing this and how I like post my first podcast and all this stuff and like I know this sounds so cheesy but when you like say stuff like that to me it like it sounds unreal like I'm like is she saying yeah. to me because I literally like was at this place where it's like I didn't think I could ever do any of this I thought I was gonna work at In-N-Out Burger for the rest of my life that was my plan literally in my In-N-Out uniform <laughs> and the fact that you like expressed that to me is like surreal and like means more than you know you have no idea oh, like I'm wow. like 
I know, I know. I'm seriously, it's just actually inspiring. And I don't know, it's great. Um, do you have mentors? Like, do you have, who are your role models? Who do you look at? Who do you look for? Like, where do you find inspiration to? Yes. Okay. I have two. One um, is my boss that I met in Venice. So I currently work for a clothing brand part-time um, and like I'm actually phasing out right now to focus on my coaching full-time, but I'm still kind of doing some things for them. And I'm living with my boss while I like uh-huh. came and she, she, I don't even know how to explain it. She just found me randomly, like begged me to work for her and then completely 180 my whole reality. She taught me pretty much everything I know. She taught me everything I know about business, about being a good person, about money, about treating other people, how to show up in this world. And she is my role model for sure because she is, yeah, I'm her. I'm a mini her. And (laughs) yeah, she is an incredible person and very successful and very authentic. Um, and this is one thing I forgot to mention last question too. I like kind of yeah. said, I, I left out the word authentic, just like being authentic. That is my priority. That is my number one goal. So even when I talk about these role models and I talk about this next one, I just want you guys to remember authenticity is fucking everything to me. And that is why <laughs> my other role model is Tana Manjo. And yeah, so she is controversial. I know you're thinking, yeah, blonde, plastic surgery, big boobs, you know, some might call her like a little hoe online, whatever. Okay. This girl built herself from the ground up to the very top of literally getting, um, she was nominated or she won creator of the year Mm -hmm. on pure authenticity. Authenticity. I mean, she shows yeah, yeah, she up on her iPhone camera and nothing else. And edit, <laughs> horrible editing, puts it on the internet, talks about her life, is so authentic, talks about her face tuning, shows up looking like just her <laughs> natural self. And I'm like, that's the goal. Authenticity. <laughs> It's so funny because I remember some of her first videos where she would just be talking about the most random things, like how this man like broke into her house like three times. Yeah. And like, <laughs> she's just sitting there on her computer, doesn't give a shit. I mean, literally does not give a shit. I mean, she could have like the lights turned off. Yeah. And I mean, she is just not prepared. Like she is just 100% authentic. Exactly. And like, that's not to say she's my role model in every single way, but in that aspect, like even on her videos, she, you know, talks very, is the word crude? Like she talks very like, um, like gross sometimes and uses a lot of lot of language and like shows a lot of bad things. And most YouTubers censor it out so that they can have ads and make money. Mm-hmm. And that's why she always says like, um, buy my merch because I might get my lights shut off if I can't pay for my rent because I'm not monetizing <laughs> the video. Because she would rather be herself and swear and show her life then get a freaking youtube ad and make money authenticity and it's funny that we can really only think of a few examples of that because that's what sets people apart and like at the end of the day i mean really if you're on social media what are you more attracted to someone who's talking about real life shit that's relatable or a youtube ad of buying a toaster 
Like, I really don't yeah. give a shit about the toaster. Like, I'm having a good time just, like, watching you just, like, have a good time. I don't know. It's so different. Like, I feel like so many more people strive for that and try to be perfect to get that when in reality, more people are attracted to the opposite thing that you're trying for. Yes. And they can only fake it for so long. Sometimes it works for a little bit, right? Um, That's the thing about social media. One of the podcasts I listened to, um, Manifestation Babe, which uh, actually on the topic of this uh, question, she's my other role model for sure. Okay. Um, but manifestation babe, Catherine Zinkina, she talks about the pendulum, right? It like swings one way. Social media for a while has been about perfectness, perfect editing, perfect body, perfect makeup, all these perfect, perfect things, but it always swings the other way. And people are starting to like dive back towards, um, yeah, realness and authenticity and stuff like that. So I see, I agree with her and I see the future being more uh just raw just real um not so photoshopped honestly it might take I hope so. to get there I, yeah and i hope so because i feel like all that does in reality is just make girls i mean this is a known thing but just make girls just kind of feel shitty about themselves instead of like them relating to you or like you giving them a message like you're just at the end of the day you're making them go to bed more upset not uplifted yeah Exactly. And that's why I always had a hard time with Instagram and just like, I thought I wanted to be like an influencer. And then I was so mm-hmm. sad when I didn't look like these like picture perfect model influencers. I mean, cause I didn't get any work done. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I have my lips done, but like, I didn't get like all this work done. And so of course yeah. I didn't look like an influencer, but then I realized I'm like, I was not meant to be that kind of influencer. I was meant to be the kind of influencer I'm being now and I think that is what yeah that's what we need on social media because I you know when you can see the people you follow and who they follow like when you go to people's page yeah you can see like these three people and 43 others follow Alexis Wren or whoever and like I think Kylie Jenner is the only exception she is art and I will always follow her but all of those Praise the queen. (laughs) Um, But even her, like I mute her sometimes, but all these other girls, I see all of my community and my girls following some of these, you know, these influencers, if you want to call them. Um, And it's just like, when they say they have self-image and body image issues, it's like, girl, look at all the girls you're looking at all day. And they're not even cool. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's really, it really is sad because I feel like it creates major mental, I I feel like we can blame social media and that exact mindset that people have about social media on so many mental health situations in America and even beyond America. That's the thing that social media is cool about too, is like, it goes beyond this. Like it's the whole world. It connects the whole entire world. We also have to remind ourselves of that too. Cause when we see all these pretty people and then we're like, Ugh, like I am the only mm-hmm. person on this planet. I'm like, <laughs> there's like almost what, like 8 billion people in this world. And then like, you see like a couple hundred people on Instagram that like Photoshop and make themselves look this certain way. And they look so beautiful and perfect. And like, that's the only thing you see on your feed. So then mentally uh-huh. you think that's all that's out there. You guys have to remember those are the only like 
couple hundred people that look like that in the world. Right? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Because like, then we just, we see social media and we think that's our whole world, like the feed and the people we follow. We have to remember billions of people don't even have social media. Yeah. I feel like that directly relates to what we were saying earlier because you create your own reality. And if you are following people who, yeah, if you're following people who have the biggest lips in town and then you're going to be like, oh my God, my lips are tiny, even if they're huge. I mean, it doesn't matter. It relates to every single thing. If you're following a bunch of inspirational quotes, you're going to be like, oh my God, I'm actually inspired to do something. You're not inspired to change the way you look, but you're inspired to change the way you're like thinking. And that's more powerful than anything. That is such a powerful perspective that you just bring up. And that's so crazy because so that actually happened to me on social media where it's like, I unfollowed all of those girls and I started following things that I care about and inspirational quotes and quotes and people that made me feel good. Mm -hmm. Anyone that ever makes me feel bad in any type of way, maybe I don't unfollow them, but I mute them at least for the time being because, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I found this whole new world of Instagram. They must've just started, you know, this, whatever. No, they've always been there. You just didn't put them into your reality. Who you're following is a big part of your reality. If you want your reality to be full of beauty and art and all these things, follow beauty and art. If you want it to be full of you judging people, then follow people that you judge. (laughs) Same goes with real life too, because if you're hanging out with people who don't inspire you or are shitty people, like you're going to be the next shitty person like it's just how it goes whoever you're surrounding yourself with and whoever you're feeding into is gonna be you're a product of that so exactly one of my favorite posts I ever saw on Instagram I can't remember it word for word but it's like unfollow everyone like on social media and in real life that does not uplift Mm -hmm. you motivate you or make you feel good about yourself unfollow them on social media and in real life it's unnecessary yeah and it's that simple To literally just say, I'm done. I am like gonna start. I I just can't do it. It's just ridiculous to surround yourself with people like that. And it is hard to break away from, but I mean, it's up to you. You decide. So, up to you. And guys, it's actually like, it's not that hard to take the first step on changing your reality. Like, the Mm -hmm. first step you can take from this, if you're listening, just go on your phone right now, go to your following list, take a peek, just look at what you've been looking at. And you don't always have to unfollow everybody. Instagram is an amazing thing now, and I'm obsessed (laughs) with it. I actually go through my following list because I was following a lot of people, and I mute like 100 people a day. I only see posts. like, And that doesn't mean I can't go to my following list and then go click on Sally so-and-so and and see what she was up to. Mm -hmm. But I don't see her as I'm just mindlessly scrolling all the time. I only see inspiration and what I want my life to be if that's travel photos if you're into music only follow you know artists or like there's so there's so many so true Maddie oh my god so true there's so many things out there that you could be following um and you've been probably been following the same people since you first made Instagram I have yeah you need to take a peek at it you need to look at it and unfollow people if you want if that's too scary right now just mute them you can unmute them later and they don't even know that you muted them exactly just mute everybody and see how you feel 
Um, I was going to ask you too, um, what inspires you? Like when you face like adversity or like someone like makes you feel shitty, like doing what you do or like when you were starting and like people were judging you for it, like how the hell did you just, how did you say fuck it? Like you said fuck it, but I think what inspired you? Yeah. The pros outweigh the cons. Mm -hmm. And like, that's a whole, a whole other thing about like our reality is like, if people are talking about me or they're saying something bad about me or Maddie's so this or Maddie's so that, or did you hear this episode or did you see what she posted? I have no way of knowing. So it's just my choice if I want to worry about it or if I want to just like let them be because actually them saying those things about me um, or talking about me or anything, whether they're doing it or not, I have no way of knowing um, that says a lot more about their reality than it does about mine. That means if they're, judging, yeah, if they're judging me, then they're judging themselves. And I know that from experience. I used mm-hmm. to judge so many people and that's because I was judging myself or felt bad about myself. So honestly, if someone, you know, says some, something about me, which like, whatever that it does not do anything to my reality. If you really think about it, if someone thinks you're weird or someone says something about you behind your back, the only thing that affects your reality is you like worrying about it. So I think once I came to that conclusion, it was very easy for me. And also once you actually start doing what you love and what's authentic to you and what you're passionate about, that brings so much joy that no one else's input could bring you down. Like, do you ever, do you ever feel like, uh, like say you had, like run I- run out of ideas for content or like this and that what would you say inspires you to or where do you look for or do you like do you really like run out do you feel like you ever run out like do you feel like I feel like I could never run out of content that yeah. I put out but I do like burn myself out or get to these blocks where it's like I have no idea what to post and that's, yeah, what, that's I, what I was asking for, but okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I have so much to talk about, but sometimes I like go to want to post something. Um, and that's the hard part is like, I'm trying to show up consistently, but also trying to show up authentically. So it's kind of like this balance between posting when I feel inspired to, but then also showing up every day. So when, yeah, I don't feel inspired. I almost just have to step back and like live my life and things come up. Cause I usually share, I usually share either like a breakthrough I had or something I'm going through personally or something one of my clients is going through mm-hmm. or something that someone's like DMing me about. Like I'll get three DMs asking like the same advice or same questions. And I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah. If three people reached out about this, there's so many other people suffering with this. And I feel like that's where I get a lot of it, but I actually, and this is so cheesy and you might think it's, well, it's three through three right now. Uh, and that's so funny because I'm about to talk about angels angel numbers. And this might sound so fucking cheesy and people might think I'm crazy, but again, I don't care. Um, I will sit with my journal and I will literally write to my angels and I'll say, angels, what does my audience need to hear today? Like what, what do people need to hear from me? What do I need to share on the podcast today? And I will just sit there. If you want to call it like meditation you can, I just kind of just sit there and I just wait and I just clear my mind and I get like downloads. Like I, I swear my angels actually send me stuff that I am supposed to share. Are you kidding? And here's the craziest part is like, and that sounds like so woo woo and magical, but it's really just like me 
me opening the opportunity to get inspiration from what people actually need to hear. Cause I'm not just posting a post, like I'm posting to like connect with someone. Yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah. And the craziest thing is like, I get messages more than, you know, of like pe- girls saying like, how did you know I needed to hear this today? Like, it's like, you're reading my mind, like every podcast. Yeah. Every podcast you publish, like is, it's always like something that I'm going through as well. Like, how do you read my mind? And there's no other explanation of that than like, I feel like I've just found that alignment where I'm like, yeah, it's whether you call it God or the universe or source or angels or whatever, or even if you don't believe in a higher power, I feel like there's just, I feel like there's something that is almost speaking through me. Like I'm just being on this physical world, sharing that message. That sounds so crazy. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't matter because I feel right? like, like even I watch you and I feel like you're literally meant to do this. So like the yeah. fact that you know that you're meant to do this, like exactly. that's what you're doing even better. <laughs> like I'm so glad because I've always wonder, I'm like, okay, like how do people like continue with like, how do they know? Like if, if they posted something like, and how do they keep going with, um, like, cause everything that you post about is like about motivation and inspiration and confidence and this and that. And like, sometimes like it could be easy to get like stuck and be like, Oh my God, I feel like I've said everything, but you're right. Like it's something that people struggle with every single day in so many different ways. So there will never, ever be enough words exactly. like ever. And I'm always growing as well. So my content will probably evolve. Yes. I'm talking about very like the same things right now, but even like a lot of people go through this where like, what if I became a mom one day and then my post, mm-hmm. you know, relating to moms or what if I become like a millionaire and then I like change my audience. So it's more like I'm doing business rather than yeah. Or what if I, you know, get a disease and I overcome it and then my content completely changes to me helping people with that. It's like, it will always evolve, but it's just like, it's just what feels good to you right now. And like what I post right now is what I'm going mm-hmm. through. And I think just as we evolve, like, I don't know. And and that's the thing. It evolves with us. Exactly. And like, that's the thing too with all of this is like, I always have to be growing. If I'm not growing, like I can only take people as far as I'm willing to go. Absolutely. And you have to like, like deep, like dive so deep into things. Um, and that's what I was saying. I appreciate, appreciate about you is because I feel like you talk about the things that literally I would even be like terrified to like talk about in front of so many people and I that's alone is just like gives you hope because I don't know it's just very hard and you're just putting yourself out there and you're just not giving a shit what anyone has to say about it and it's amazing and I love you wait can I ask you something yeah why are you scared to talk about those kinds of things um I feel like like you said it's interesting because it's just hard because, um, I guess you look at it as a weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you look at it as a weakness and if I'm feeling this way, like I am weak, like you have to pretend that like those feelings don't even come up, which is why people like resonate with you so well is because like they are there, but secretly, like they're secretly there. Yeah. And it's just, it's really, it just is really hard to talk about. And I don't know. I just, I feel like that's my definition or like why I would be afraid of like putting it out there. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I totally feel that. I love hearing other people's stories too. Cause usually it's all kind of the same story, right? Like 
I can relate to that. I can relate to like other people and I'm like, what's so scary about it? And you kind of hear what they're scared about. It's like, yeah, we all feel the same way. We're like, we're all in the same boat. And like, I feel like we can just, when we all overcome that together, like this world's going to be insane. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, and I feel like they just couldn't even handle us if that were how we were like born to think. And I'm so sad. It's the other way. Like, could you imagine? And you know what? <laughs> That's so funny you say that. And we don't have to get way deep into this, but you know everything going on in the world right now. And mm-hmm. people are waking up a little bit. And we actually, exactly that. There are people in this world and major corporations and the, like the higher ups there on this planet that, the <laughs> yes, the elite, exactly. They know how capable we are. They know how strong we are. If we were to believe in ourselves and like have that unity and not be like dividing like we are right now, if we were not eating unhealthy foods, if we were not watching TV that like they are giving us literal subliminal messages through, like all of these things, like, and these are all conspiracies about like, you know, water and food and the things that they put in those, it's all numbing us. They're trying to make us zombies. They are trying to numb us you know, they are teaching us to work nine to five jobs because when we're preoccupied like that and working our asses off, we're numb. And we don't notice anything going on around us. We do the same routine every single day. Exactly. And if we broke out of these programmings that they gave us and woke the fuck up, they know that we would be too powerful. And that's my kind of thing about, and like I said, we don't have to really get too into this because I know it's very controversial, but that's kind of my thing about what's going on in the world right now with Corona and the protests and everything. It's like, it almost seems like maybe people were getting stronger. Mm -hmm. They needed to like push back a little bit because we are so capable of. And it's funny that you say that too, because I feel like it's almost like they're doing all these things because they're scared of how capable we actually are. Like, I didn't think about that, but it's actually really true. Like they're like, Oh shit. Like there's only like, whatever, like a hundred of us compared to like so many of them. And if they all got on the same page, like we would be fucked. If we were on the same page, they would be fucked. Like so (laughs) fucked. They would be done for. Yeah. But unfortunately right now it's not the case, but I have faith that with people waking up and yeah, we'll see. I mean, it might take centuries. It might take a couple weeks. It would not take a couple weeks. It might take centuries. (laughs) If a miracle happened right now, it's the only way. Yeah, but I do see eventually good overpowering the evil. We just don't know where that's going to be on Earth's timeline, you know? Yeah, it's true. First, you have no idea. Yeah, that's why I feel like it's so important to just do and just do. I mean, because you never know what's going to happen. You don't know if there's going to be tomorrow. You don't know if you're going to get in a car accident tonight. And like all this, all this preparation that you've been doing to start something is out the window because yeah, it's just not even there anymore. Um, Maddie, my last question to you is what is your advice to those people who want to brand themselves? What would you tell them if they're afraid or if they're thinking of all these like nonsense excuses? Like, what is your advice? Um, okay, two things. First and foremost, always and always authenticity. If you're trying to speak up, if you're trying to make a name for yourself or brand yourself on social media or do anything, be authentic. 
if you don't know what your like who your authentic self is, figure that out. Like do the work and like that's something I can always help with as well. It's like who are you really without the programming? Be authentic. That is what sells. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Authenticity and then really how I was saying kind of before just knowing that you are not your thoughts and that they are programming and knowing that you can separate yourself. So like, even for me, as cheesy as it is, I name my self doubts and my limiting beliefs. And like that voice in my head that tells me I can't do things or tells me that people are going to think I'm crazy or that no one's going to listen to my podcast or people are going to think I'm weird. She's not even me. Her name's Chloe. I love it. <laughs> I love you. I had to name that part of me to completely, completely separate myself and be able to tell her to be quiet. Because when you identify with that and you identify with those beliefs of like, I could never do this, I could never do that. And instead being like, oh, interesting. Chloe's mm -hmm. telling me that I could never do this. Chloe is telling me I could never do that because that's not truly authentically who we are. We know yeah. we do everything. The programming, Chloe, is the one that tells me I can't. So I name her and I honestly just tell her to shut the fuck up. Yeah, Chloe, Chloe, you enabling bitch. Like yes. I'm not listening today. Yes, exactly. And like, I thank her too. I'm like, I thank that voice in my head for keeping me safe. I'm like, thank you so much for keeping me safe and trying to protect me, but I don't need you right now. And yeah, just also the third thing, <laughs> I said two things, three things. No, go on remember that like uh, confidence doesn't come first and then doing things come second. You have to do things to gain confidence. So if you're trying to change up how you're showing up online or in real life or anything, like anything, mm -hmm. just, just do it once. Start small and just do it once. See how it feels. Like keep just dipping your toes in the water. Like, <laughs> so finally you're a full on diver. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I feel like I'm in like to my ankles right now. That's what I feel like. And yeah. there's like so much more to go. Yeah. But that's what separates um, people is, I mean, I, it's so easy to be like, just do it. Just do it. I've heard that so many fucking times and it has like done nothing but like make me feel like I'm just like, Fuck, what is wrong with me? Like, why can't I just fucking do it? Yeah. But I feel like you have to find what it is that you really are passionate about and that you do want to do. And then from that point, like, if you're comfortable with it, with, like, with identifying yourself with that, then, like, you're eventually going to be comfortable sharing it. And that's such a good point you bring up. Oh, my God. That's such a yeah. good point. Is because actually, and now that you bring that up and I think about it, you're making me realize something. Is like, I always felt that way for so long. People are like, just do it. Just do that thing. And I was like, I don't know what to put my passion into. I don't know yeah. what to do. And then my dad would always tell me, he's like, well, just take one step in any direction and that'll help yeah. you find out if you like it or don't like it. And I was like, I don't even know like, what <laughs> step to take. Um, once I had something I was passionate about, like how I was saying, I think I said it earlier, how like once I found like the power of manifestation and like the changes in my personal life, I almost had no other option except for to share. Like I, yeah. I felt like I didn't really have like a choice. I'm like, this is something I have to do. And it's much easier when it's something you're, you're actually passionate about and not doing something someone told you to. 
Absolutely. And I used to like, no, I was like, oh my God, I love makeup. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. I want to do that. And then I was like, I like sat down to film so many times actually, because I like told everyone's like, I'm going to make a YouTube like video of like makeup, this and that. And then I sat in front of the thing and I'm like, you know what? Like I love doing makeup and all, but like, I really don't give a damn. Like half the time I run around bare face, no makeup. Like yeah. if I was really passionate about it, wouldn't I be doing it literally like as soon as I'm bored, like, or as soon as, you know, and then I just feel like you have to find the thing that you, like, you can say that you're passionate about something and you can really like it, but sometimes you can, like, get confused between, like, having a hobby, really liking it, but then, like, actually finding your true passion and what truly speaks to you and, like, what you can really share with other people. Yes, and you also have to have an, a strong end goal. You can be passionate about something and never do anything about it because, it almost, it might bring you joy, but it kind of sounds pointless. Mm -hmm. um, it's just like, okay, what am I doing this for? But for me to be completely authentic and honest, right? It's like, I wanted to be an entrepreneur because I wanted freedom, financial freedom, you know, a, a beautiful home for my future family. I wanted like, I wanted this specific lifestyle, right? And it's like, that is what motivates me every day of course of course of course there's always the part of me where it's like I've always been uh, like that's just natural that's almost unsaid yeah. it's like I just love helping people but I can help people all I want if you don't have that end goal and that lifestyle mind of like me in my house with my office where I have a recording studio for my podcast so I can create better podcasts in my office where I do all my calls with my clients and then I have freedom to like, I don't have to go to a job. I have complete freedom over, like when you have freedom and you have financial freedom, you can help more people. 100%. When your cup is full and like my vision of having a full cup is, is what motivates you. Like you have yeah. a goal. 100%. And yeah, I feel like if you find like the end goal that you want to do, that's how you find steps towards it. That's so true. It's the only because, motivation. Yeah, that's so true. And I feel like, like so many times like people are like, Oh, just start it, just start it. And that like relates to that too, because you like, you need to find an end goal of what you want to do. Exactly. And if you don't have that, then that's when you are like, Oh my God, what do I even do? I don't know where to start. Oh my God, what do you mean? I don't even know what I'm doing at all. And that's uh, when people say to me, how do I find motivation in school? Like, how do I find motivation to do my homework? Well, why are you doing your homework? Oh, I just need to pass this dumb class. Then of course you're not going to do your homework, girl. Like that mm -hmm. is not end goal. But if someone has this lifestyle in their mind where they're like, I want this big house. I want to be able to go on trips with my kids and all this stuff. And that's why I'm going to school to be a doctor those people are doing their homework and like they <laughs> do it because they think about the end goal and it's worth it to them. It's worth it for me to keep trying to build an audience where I can help more people and make more money so that I have more time to help people and, you know, phase out of my part-time job. And like, it's just that in and of itself, I'll pretty much do fucking anything. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. You have to find that thing where it's like, I would do fucking anything, but then do what you love to get that thing. 100%. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for just like sitting down and like talking to me about this because like, it's always questions that I've wanted to ask you anyways, but like, 
I had about 30. So like, how am I supposed to like do that other than a good Zoom call? Yeah. Um, but I love everything that you're doing. I've told you that a million times, but I actually really do mean that. And I know that other people feel that way and they're going to be so excited to like hear this from you. Um, cause I know I'm not the only people with these damn questions either. So it means so much that you literally just spent an hour and a half with me just talking and hanging out. I feel like it wasn't even like an interview. Like I literally feel like we just had like a conversation of all the things that I've always wanted to ask you anyway. So like, it was like super comfy my, yep. for my first interview, like way more comfy than I thought it would be. So it's perfect. I'm so happy. Okay, I'm back. It's just me. And I'm going to be honest, the reason why that ending just kind of cut out is I stopped recording and I was kind of confused. And so I didn't really reciprocate back to what Riley ended up saying. And but pretty much what I would say to her is what an amazing first interview that she did with me. And the questions she asked were amazing. And the conversation was amazing. And I'm so grateful that we did that and just really dove deep into like a lot of these topics that like she's always wanted to ask me uh, and I'm sure maybe some of you guys have wanted to ask me I don't know but it was amazing and I hope you guys really really enjoyed that I hope you got something really good out of that and I will link Riley's Instagram in the description of this podcast. She will have a podcast coming eventually, um, but she doesn't have it quite yet. So you can follow her on Instagram as of now. Um, and I can definitely update you guys when her podcast is up and running as well. But other than that, if you feel so inspired, please share this with us. Share it on your Instagram stories. You can tag both of us. Tell me what you got out of this, what you loved about it. Just reach out to me, send me a DM. I just like love, love, love to hear what you guys have to say. Um, and yeah, I think that's it for this episode. I hope you loved it. I love you guys and I hope you have an amazing week and I will catch you in my next episode. Bye.